You're listening to the podcast, Making Monumental Moves, where you'll gain the information and insight to excel in your career and get your dream job. Peter Clark is an entrepreneur and the CEO of Making Monumental Moves. He has leveraged over a decade of hiring and business experience to give you the tools for professional and personal success. Here's your host, CEO and business professional, Peter Clark. Hi, my name is Peter Clark, and this is the podcast, Making Monumental Moves, episode one, an introduction and resume building. Before I started, I wanted to give a background to myself, because before I take advice from somebody, I want to make sure that they are an expert in what they are talking about, so I have confidence to take action on the advice that they give. I started out as a teacher. I got my master's degree in education from the College of New Jersey. I taught for two years in Istanbul, Turkey. And when I came back, I had difficulty finding a job. So I made a career change. I went and got my master's in HR from Rutgers. And then I went on to work for great companies like agencies, Samsung, nonprofits, Amazon, Bed Bath & Beyond. And currently I'm the director of talent acquisitions at a green energy company called Momentum Solar. The reason I want to do this podcast was to pass along advice, information, and knowledge so you could be successful in your next career move, whether it's your first job out of college or your last job before retirement or anything in between. Specifically, this will be helpful if you're looking for making career moves, career changes, or if you find yourself at a job and how to get back into the workforce. So after this episode, you will be able to edit or start your resume, and that will get you on the path to professional and personal success. I often think resumes are overlooked and the importance of really taking time in making sure that they are high quality is is not always given the attention is needed. Resumes are kind of like the sign at the amusement park next to the roller coaster. The sign that says, you must be this tall to ride this ride. Resumes are you saying, I am qualified to do this job. So it's really important to take the time out. We're going to look at the goal and purpose of a resume, how to start writing your resume or edit your resume, the importance of themes and styles of your resume, what content to put in your resume, the keywords that are necessary for you to stand out in your resume, how LinkedIn plays with this, and how to ask for and the importance of asking for professional advice and help. So sometimes people don't fully understand the goal or purpose of a resume and what to put into it. So it's really to get you started in the first process of applying for a job. You apply for a job, you submit your resume, and it's the first thing that the company or the recruiter at the company sees. So you really need to be specific because your goal is to get a callback from the company to set up a phone interview. So your resume has to be relevant. And so the way that you do this is first you decide what kind of job you want. You then go search for the job. And once you have a job description, read through the job description, make sure it applies to you or you're interested in it, and then write the resume to fit that job description. Now note, and this is a big side note, don't lie on your resume. It won't be helpful. You have to be honest about what you can do and what you can't do. And it makes no sense to put anything on the resume that isn't valid or appropriate. At the same time, the resume is not the total encompassing view of who you are. It is really just a highlight and specific 
perspective on what you can do and your experience for the role that you're applying for. So remember, you can't fit everything in the resume of who you are and your experience. So you need to be selective. Remember, the goal of the resume is to get a callback from the company. So a lot of people get discouraged when they go to start writing their resume or editing their resume. Just treat it as a rough draft. Just write in Word or Google Docs to begin with and just treat it as a rough draft. And generally the format should be this, your personal information at the top. So your name, phone number, email. Don't put your full address. You put the state and town that you live in. But beyond that, leave your address out of it. Next should be bullet points of your skills and competencies. So be specific. Hard skills like Excel, JavaScript, Adobe Suite, those are good to distinguish that you have the basic requirements for the job. And then soft skills like communication, collaboration, management are also important for the soft skill requirement for the role. After the skills section, work experience is important. So put your relevant, most recent work experience. I would leave out things like fast food. Too often I see people wanting to put every single job uh, that they've ever had on their resume. That's not necessary. Even if you're a recent graduate, you don't always need to put every single position that you've ever had, whether it's a fast food worker or working at a grocery store, be selective and be specific and only put those things that will highlight your skill set and competencies for the role that you are applying for. Next should go your education, followed by any certifications that you have. Again, be specific here. Only put relevant certifications or certifications that will make you stand out. Next would be any interests or hobbies that you would have. I would keep this small and specific. These are really just talking points so that when you're speaking to the recruiter or the hiring manager in an interview, that you have some other things to talk about other than what's on your resume because it'll make you more personable and be able to open you up a little bit and have more of a general conversation to highlight your personality. Next comes the importance of theme and style for your resume. This is probably the most overlooked portion of the resume building part because too often I've seen people that are applying for a creative role like marketing or graphic design and they do not have a creative resume. Usually this is a deal breaker because if you can't be creative in your resume, what's to say you can be creative in the job that you're applying for? Now, if you're not applying for a creative role, then keep it industry or role specific. If you're going for an analytics position like business analyst, then make it look more analytical and highlight different metrics and things that you've done in your jobs. So very, very industry and, and role specific. So keep to a good theme and a good style. You can do this by going to a professional resume building website. You can Google them. There's a lot of them. And don't be cheap. Pay for full access. Get access to all the templates they have to offer. Go through and look through and see the resumes that are a good fit for your role and background and what job you're looking to do. The next thing that you really need to think about is the content. So go back to your rough draft, look at the template, and be specific on the content that you're putting in there. Be really selective again on what you add. Only add things that are relevant to the job that you're applying for and put in limited content. Now, I'm not going to say put in only this many bullet points for each job that you worked at, but probably around four bullet points is enough. 
Very often I see somebody put in 10 jobs or five jobs that they worked at and like 20 bullet points for each job with every single thing they've done every single minute that they were at the job. That is too much. Be selective, be very selective because very often when I'm looking at resumes, I get confused and I can't really distinguish between everything that's written on a resume. And if it's not well laid out and streamlined, then I have to move on to the next resume because it just gets too confusing. The next thing to really look at is keywords. So keywords is how recruiters will search and find for you in a database like LinkedIn, Indeed, or an internal database. Now, if you look at a company like Amazon, they have millions and millions of resumes in their database. So when a recruiter doesn't have enough people who applied a job that fit the right requirements, they'll go into their database and they'll search for keywords. So if you're a front-end developer and you don't have Java or JavaScript in there, then you won't come up on the appropriate searches and you won't be found. But also, if you do apply and a recruiter is looking through your resume, if you're not specific and you don't have those specific keywords, you won't pass through to from the initial quick screen of the resume and you'll be you know, selected out. So be very specific and put the appropriate keywords into the job that you're looking for. Now, LinkedIn, in my opinion, should be viewed more as a holistic approach to your work experience and your skills and competencies. I think resumes should be treated to case-specific roles that you're applying for, where LinkedIn can be more robust. It could have all those skills, all the competencies, all the work experience, all your certifications, and that will give you a more holistic view of who you are and what you've done. So make sure that your LinkedIn is updated it's relevant and that your resume has most of or part of what's on your LinkedIn profile and that they match up to a certain degree. So also what's very important is seeking out professional help. Don't overlook this step. Once everything is where you want it to be, your resume is the state at which you want it to be in, you think you're all set, go get professional advice on how to build your resume because you want to make sure that's completely free of grammatical errors, that it has no formatting errors. So go to a professional, get them to look at your resume. They'll give you further advice to get it to that top tier resume that you're looking to have. So when you apply to a job, you'll get to the next step and you'll get that call back. Very often people overlook the access that they have to their former college. So if you've graduated from a community college or a university, usually they offer lifetime career services. So even if it's been a long time since you graduated, go back to the school that you graduated from and access those career services. And there'll probably be someone in the office that can help you out, look at your resume, make sure it has no errors and make sure it looks as professional as possible. So those are my key advices for writing a resume. Just start start with a rough draft, get writing, and then go to a website that has the templates, pay for full access, don't be cheap, pick an appropriate theme and style for the industry and role that you're going for. Make sure you have relevant, appropriate content. You can't put everything in, be selective. Make sure you put in those keywords so you're searchable for the job. If you're not sure what keywords to, to put in, then go back to that job description for the job that you wanna apply for. They're gonna have all the skills and competencies. Make sure all those keywords are in your resume. Make sure that your LinkedIn profile is reflective of your resume, and then make sure you seek out professional help. Once you have a quality resume, 
you can start your job search in earnest and you'll be set up for success. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. My name is Peter Clark. This is the podcast, Making Monumental Moves. Thanks for listening to our first episode, Resume Building. Keep in touch for more episodes to come and keep building those skills for making the big moves in your career and big moves in your lives. Thank you for joining us this week on the podcast, Making Monumental Moves. Make sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at PeterClark3M for daily tips and inspiration for making monumental moves in your career. And visit our website at makingmonumentalmoves.com.